I'm Carrie Lake. I've created Animals of a New Earth podcast and video series now, as it has turned out, um, just to be able to share a, a maybe more expansive and integrated perspective about who animals are in relation to humanity and uh, to really bring to light how animals touch the hearts of humanity, um, not just because they are our pets and there are so many ways that are obvious to many, many people that animals touch our hearts, um, but I also love the conversation to go beyond just our pets into the, the real relationship between humans and non-humans and how people can receive that love that is, it's just there to facilitate our nourishment and our growth. So that's why I continue to share and want to share these conversations. And today I have this beautiful person, Norbert Dupras, is that right, Dupras? And, yeah, yeah, and uh, I, Norbert and I com uh, connected over Facebook sort of just by chance and had a conversation. And I, I'm inviting his contribution here because he's um, a, a healing practitioner doing craniosacral work, Chinese medicine, and perhaps more for humans but also has a history with horses and animals and wants to develop his, uh, his techniques and his work to also treat animals. This is, I love it. I love it. There's so much I see in that that can benefit people in so many dimensions. So this is why I wanted to have this chat with you and um, invite your insight and brilliance and just and your questions and my questions and just enjoy the conversation as we share so um that's my rough introduction and um Norbert, would you like to introduce yourself any further is there anything you would want to say to share with people about why you're here and what you want to share in the world yeah sure so first thank you for this invitation for this call and for this presentation. Mm. Um, yeah, so first, as a, as a lot of people that uh, from the childhood were close to animals, I wanted to, to be a vet. <laughs> and uh, I, I follow my, um, my studies in that way first. And um, but then, because of some uh, logic, logistical problem, and because of the language, because studies are mostly in German in Switzerland, I I continue with um, with osteopathy and craniosacral for humans. And um, and lately, after this uh, cursus with uh, with humans. I did a, a courses uh, in osteopathy with horses, and it was like, um, yeah, it, it was also like a reborn, a new discovery for me to have the chance to, to come back to, to this first love, to, to animals. 
and to to mix and to blend my professional activity for for humans and to begin to find a way also to develop things for horses and maybe to create something new in between so that's a little bit uh, shortly my uh, an overview of my curses briefly and um and yeah and a lot of things to to develop in that way to structure and um yeah yeah, <laughs> a yeah. Lot of questions. once once you have the the inspiration there's so many details to put together to be able to actually share it effectively aren't there that's been a big um i don't want to say it's an obstacle that it's been in my world um having so much vision and so much heart that you want you want to help animals and people um but how how to create a structure that lets that happen you know how to create a structure that brings your own vision to life the the thing is what we could talk first is that um I I observe that in uh, in the different discipline. For example, you have professional and therapists are often working on on human and working on animals. But we still still a long time since a long time. Uh, I think mostly we humans have a an anthropocentric point of view mm. and mm -hmm. yeah we have i mean we have the habit to to put humans above in a kind of i would say consciousness and um and i think it it makes all different boxes mm -hmm. and we 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 treat humans when we treat humans it's a different type of consciousness and we have some tools with uh, with the communication with verbal communication right. and for for animals in that case for horses it it's like yeah we we actually most of the time um, I don't know the word in English, but there are still some kind of uh, rental animals. I mean, um, the animals that we use for rentability, like like oh, cows, oh, oh. and and it, it's like we do not uh, accept the fact that this animal have a different type of consciousness. So we can we can put it in general for the for the animal world. So it's, I mean, it, it's also a way to, to decide first. And I mean, it's, with, it, it's personal, it's about consciousness, but people are beginning to, to opening to that, is that why not to put the, the consciousness of animals at the same level of humans? And it, it's, a first, it's a first step. And then after you have different type of way of treating. But what, what I wanted to say is that in, in the past, 
we we were sorry okay. we were <laughs> we, we were treating uh, treating animal uh, more more mechanically because mm -hmm. in fact when you if you if you are if you are treating animals um, like human uh, you are saying that they have the conscience and mm -hmm. the way that there are emotions and mm -hmm. finally you are discovering that in most of aspects we are still using animals and it can also make appear some kind of suffering yes. till ages so it it's a it's a huge aspect and a huge uh, way to see the things so yes what what i discovered with some some therapist is that also in i mean also in that kind of uh, jobs you have also different kind of mentality but for example echi therapy yes uh you have some i would like to say new aspect of echi therapies that are putting the horse at the same level of consciousness as the human mm. and in that aspect it it opens a lot it really so, does yes yeah. I, so, I love uh, everything you're talking about keep going i love it it's like it just this is what i love about um having the conversations and sharing with them like i think so many of us have these feelings and we're a lot of people are starting to see from this perspective that mm. animals don't have the same consciousness as humans there are differences but they we don't have to be above or below the animals right in and in order to really treat them there and and treat them side by side we can't put humans below animals either as if to say oh humans are so bad look at everything bad humans do humans suck right we can't do that either because the animals would never put us below them sure. either you know and it's so rich is that treating animals as we would humans but honoring that they do have uniqueness non-human consciousness is not the same as human consciousness mm -hmm. but it, it means also a new a new way of facing our relationship to to animals and what we did in the past so yeah it's a it's a lot of uh, it's a huge step it's a it's a huge step and yeah all communities uh, world um different type of aspect of yes. animals i mean in sport from horse riding it's like it's it's challenging and yeah, to to say that and to see oh um and just to ask could we could we see mm -hmm. the horse that we use for sport as a friend but to put to put the horse on the same level as the rider you know it's it's a challenging and 
Yeah. <laughs> and it, yeah, definitely. Yes, it's a complete paradigm shift for humans mm -hmm. because humans have been so anthropocentric, you know. Yes. Oh, it's just, it's like one of my favorite conversations because it invites us to see animals differently. But before that, it invites humans to see themselves differently. Mm -hmm. sure. it, and that's, that's the rough part. That's where humans are challenged to look at whether they're going to judge themselves. And I think this is what you were saying before. If we are going to let ourselves be human differently, are we going to judge ourselves for the way we have been? Or are we going to simply see that a different way is possible and go in that direction with, without the judgment, without the self-hatred, you know, without having to prove that was bad or this is good and erase all the judgment and just simply say, let's walk in a new direction, you know? And it's much kinder to, to drop the judgment. Um, I wanted to ask you, you shared with me when we talked the first time, and um, I, just, I, I just love it, um, hearing it from you, about when you did ride as a kid and you took riding lessons and what that was like for you and why you stopped. Will you will you share that again? Yeah, yeah sure. Um, yeah, I had the chance to with my parents that we we had horses and but we we put the horse in a horse riding center because we were not in the in the business of horses, so mm -hmm. you, you could not let the horse at uh, at home. Um, yeah. And the thing is, uh, yeah, and but in this, in that case, in that horse riding center, um, in that classical way of uh, learning horse riding, you you felt a lot of discipline. You felt a, you I, you feel a lot of exigence, but it's about sport and it's about results, and not about horses. No, and the thing is, it's you can uh, you can pass through if finally you maybe have um, um, how do you say good results. If you are doing, for example, a contest, and then you say yes, I won it. It was good, and. It's, it's like an energy that you want to bring the horse and to say, yeah, and, and the horse was also happy because of that. But, yes, because yeah. he feels you. No, we will never know. But in <laughs> that case, finally, by chance, I had no result. <laughs> <laughs> because maybe I, I had too much, uh, too much pleasure to stay in the box with my, with my horse. Yes, yes. I, I quickly I quickly lost this uh this pleasure to to do horse riding course and, and competing to, yeah. yeah uh competition in the in Sunday. And then after at at this time the, the teacher 
uh, yeah, you, you have all kind of teacher, but the teacher still wanted the results. So finally, you you are losing a little bit uh, the contact with the administration, with the with the teacher, mm. and you are you are more staying in your world and trying to to share. Mm. Uh, a few little things and few cares with your horse without any uh, attempt about result, about sport, about jumping and so on. So, um, yeah, that was, that was like that. The thing is, as it's, uh, um, at, this, at this time, it was really the usual way to, mm -hmm. to train a horse for jumping. And then if you are not doing that, uh, horse riding center was well like to mean to you that yeah you are you are useful, you are just <laughs> yeah. I mean you want to take uh, your horse in the field and that's all, but it's useless for everybody. It's a waste of time and right. Like you have no value if all you want is connection. And, yeah. and what you enjoy is spending time. Yeah. Right? That, yeah, in that world, just being, it has no value, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, so, um, yeah. yeah, and it's, uh, but I think it's also quite new because it's, uh, this shift uh, uh, began quite lately to, to have people that were finally, a lot of people that were upset about that mm -hmm. and finally thought yeah but uh, we have so much things to to share to to develop and finally new aspect some kind of uh, few people but but finally i think it began a community and mm. and yes for sure we still are looking that uh, in a lot of different disciplines you have a lot of it, it's a huge business so Yes. But in in all of that, you still have a, um, a community that is growing that uh, wants to to take the things differently and less about results. So yes. Yeah. yes. And so, I do you know a documentary called The Path of the Horse? Have you seen that? No, no, no. Uh, a friend and colleague of mine created that film. 12 years ago now and it was um a very big drop a big rock in the in the pond a lot of ripples to get people to notice how much people use pain to pain or fear to make horses perform for competition or their their own grandeur you know whatever whatever humans decided that they wanted right and um um she has a another film in production now called peace and horses to help more people recognize the value like to to really illustrate how it is valuable to just be with horses mm -hmm. right and so that conversation is um it's bigger now than ever and i just know it's going to grow because she already has a huge audience that um you know is waiting for her next production 
and I'm, I'm blessed that she's a friend of mine and we get to talk and I get to share in that conversation too. But what I love and what I, the reason why I bring that up and I love that you brought, brought up that more people are aware of it. People like you and me and others who did not have community, but still listen to our hearts, right? That said, I can't do this. This isn't who I am. Um, have been creating this new way just by staying true to our hearts so that later on we can find each other, you know? And I just, I just want to acknowledge that because it, it, like you said, it, it's rare that people, if they feel they don't want to hit the horse and they do it anyway because of, you know, training, because of that's, you know, your parents pay for lessons and that's how you have to do it. I know I did that for a long time. Like that was my option to be around horses. My only option was to take the lessons and do it the way I was told. And, um, and it was, it was so hard because I'm sure like you, I could feel the horses. I could feel them uncomfortable and unhappy, but I did what I was told until like when I was 12, um, I couldn't pretend I was like everybody else. And to the outside world, and I've talked to my parents about this, to other people, it looked like I was unstable and um, belligerent and, um, you know, not, I was a bad, I was, defying the rules and and I was a bad kid but inside I was in so so much conflict right like how can I do this how come other people don't listen to the horses right how how come other people don't honor what they feel that's really what it came down to that was what was so confusing to me as everybody has the capacity to feel the suffering of a horse or the communication. We don't have to call it suffering, but the communication of a horse or a dog or another person, right? And it seemed to me, if everybody can feel this, why do they not respond to what they feel, right? Why is it that they keep doing these things even if it's clear an animal is suffering? Why? And that was hard for me as a kid. Yeah, the 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 thing is that it it's uh, it's related also um, to a high level of sensitiveness. The thing is to to begin to 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 touch that. Um, you need to accept to to do your own process about your consciousness and to face your fears, because you have a lot of people it's it's an example but you have a lot of people that are doing their way but you can you can feel and sometimes you when you talk about them there are there are they are saying that they are right that they are good but they are not facing their fears and in that way you you are not um doing that process that also make you feel that you are close to every other being because to, to do that you yeah you you have to to do this own process yeah. um because i i think that if you are 
sensitive and you are see like a child around you all this uh, suffering for animals you say you say inside of you oh there's a problem so you 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 lock down inside of you so you prefer not to because you do not see the the, the way to pass through this this suffering and and with, with the years if you accept to do this process and to face your fear because it's not easy no. <laughs> yeah. objective or lives and then after that when you do this process uh, everything is more clear and you can after that more easily accept that each consciousness of animal or human uh, are on the same level and then after you can you can easily um, let your sensitiveness coming or coming back and and to let it use but yeah i, I think it needs a step about facing our our fears and to to go forward and then but it it's it's a huge process it's it's a a big process because it's also about you know, yeah what do i want to do in my life which yeah. what what is my my own way and it, yeah. it it's also some kind of risk and it's risky and it's also about accept uh, to accepting our own sensitiveness uh, yes i work so yeah yes i think very very simply that that's what it's all about is recognizing my natural sensitivity my natural way of seeing the world and connecting and how how generous can i be with myself to let myself have what's natural to me even if i can't explain it right even if um the society has no space for it i can still be generous with myself uh, for who i am and when you get to that point of and to me that like that awareness build built over years in my friendship with horses um, because the the animals don't need me to be anything other than what i am like ding how do we offer that to ourselves how do we offer that to each other and still interact in the world right so facing the fears and discovering my own way it doesn't mean retreat from society right it means i can bring that into what i'm doing even if it even if i have a regular job i can still bring that uniqueness into that job and for some people what it means is i want to create something that's never existed before or i want to create a unique way of doing something that does exist but i have something else to share as well but it it's a shift like you said before it's a big change that's not about competing it's about sharing and creating 
together yeah yeah and the, uh, to me the also the importance about facing the fears i i come back again on it yes yes <laughs> good good <laughs> Is that finally the, the fears that that we have if we do not uh, pass over them it's a it's like a, a print that we put or that we express to every every discussion to everybody that we that we interact with mm -hmm. so um, we 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 have an impact on other people with our fears so we if we do not do this work we can also define ourselves with fears with our own fears and and then after that we we still cannot imagine that other people or other beings are reacting not to what we are deeply inside but about the fears that they are seeing looking yes so it and it's and finally it's the same about about horses it's when when you see uh, an owner and that after his day of work with a lot of stress is riding his horse and saying oh my god uh, my my horse uh, is not well he is stressed and so but it's not it's it's only because he cannot uh, recognize his own fears and his bad day and bad uh, humor and yes and all of this process is and as you said we are in a shift and it's the, the consciousness are elevating themselves but it's still very difficult because it means that we have also this responsibility as human beings to do this work about facing the fears, about elevate ourselves, and then finally to, to begin to understand that the way we are deeply inside and our fears will affect the attitudes of our animals or our friends or other humans. Yes. And it's a, it's, it's a huge work, but uh, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's huge work, but what I love is it starts with, like you're saying, just to recognize it, right? Like the moment you are willing to acknowledge, I feel fear, or I'm, I'm afraid, or even I'm angry, or I'm resentful, or I'm um, overexcited, you know, like sometimes the, the defense is to get super excited and go too fast, right? Um, just being willing to be sensitive enough to acknowledge that that's the hardest part i think is the willingness to acknowledge it because the moment you acknowledge it you've gone beyond your own defenses right you've let yourself see what's true i feel fear and, yeah. and um there, it, there's a profound simplicity to it. Doesn't it? Doesn't make it easy, but it's simple, and comes down to what I'm committed to as a human, as as a, a being. Am I committed to discovering love and connection, or maybe not yet? And either is okay. 
it's just a, a different journey. It's a, a different timeline, different events, different circumstances, you know? Um, but just the, just the moment of acknowledging, okay, as a being, I'm committed to discovering the, the expression of love through me, then boom, you start getting new opportunities to actually act, take action toward that commitment, whether it's saying no to something or saying yes to something, you know? And um, just this morning on Facebook, somebody put up a post uh, about fear, that fear keeps you safe, right? They put this, this statement, fear keeps you safe, right? What do you think? And um, there's a hundred comments, you know, everybody has their experience of it. My comment was that um, fear is just information, but awareness and wisdom toward action is what keeps you safe. Like aware and wise action is what creates that experience of safety. Fear doesn't keep you safe, right? Fear just keeps things sort of disrupted and uh, uh, not genuine. That's what I heard you saying. When I show people fear, then they don't get to interact with me. We all, we all interact with fear. Is that what you were talking about? Yeah, and the, in the way it, it's all about also the way that what you are doing with this fear. Mm. If you are just uh, locking in a in a box and saying, "Okay, when when it rises to this level, and then you press the button, and then you have a a sudden reaction." Mm. Yeah, but it's it's so it's about every everybody. But the thing is about about also the the feeling of of responsibility as you said mm. when you, when you begin to to discover this this link with that you could have with animal animals and um and then you begin your responsibility about human beings that you could do maybe more for animals or for their well-being and so on mm -hmm. then after you you talk about it you talk about love and it's also love about animals mm -hmm. but it's also love about ourselves mm -hmm. and it it's also can make the difference to feel love for ourselves is to make that this feeling of responsibility mm -hmm. we continue on this process mm -hmm. to to bring into every beings mm -hmm. or to saying no i'm feeling more responsible for all the problems about animals and all the suffering and then you are locking yourself and then and, and setting your sensitiveness about um, about yourself and about others so yeah and and it's the thing about love is something that i uh, discovered quite recently i mean yeah it it's something that you can can handle with your with your mind with your conscience but after that to open or to feel it it's another process <laughs> and yeah 
but when you when you understand this uh, this um, this process and not feeling guiltiness and just to to bring love and then after you can also bring love in your uh, interaction with other beings yeah it changes everything doesn't it yeah <laughs> yeah 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 <laughs> what i discovered the way to help animals have less suffering is to help humans reconnect with their own heart so that they choose for themselves different behavior trying to punish people into different behavior you might change the behavior but to what end you know what what comes after that all they're doing is avoiding punishment you know and and some would still evolve and and recognize gratitude and kindness and come to love right but to really generate the change and in humanity from a very pure and genuine heartful place this is this is the logical conclusion i came to my intuitive logic was how how do we help people have the experience of their own heart have the experience like you just said of the love coming through their own body that changes everything you know and i just for me it's the connection with the animals that kept it alive that they kept reminding me it's still here it's here carrie like that feeling love is still here come on keep going keep going come on keep asking come on you know and i know that that's you know animals on the planet are that presence perpetually for anybody who comes to a place of opening who who becomes willing yeah um all different different aspects and i i can uh, yeah i also think about a lot of people in, in horse uh, uh, that are dealing with horses and they are also have the feeling that they want to avoid uh, human relationship right. and and that's that's also why i i want to improve uh, that's also what i want to improve in my work is that as a human therapist i i can i can feel what what the body what the body want to express mm. and then you have a patient that will say okay i have a problem on my elbow but finally <laughs> you the expression the verbal expression you you feel quickly that there is something about emotions yeah. and after as a human therapist you are just yeah have this uh, inputs about the body patients mm -hmm. and what he's saying mm -hmm. and then finally you see the discordance 
-hmm. and to say okay you are saying me that mm -hmm. but your body is saying so what do you think about it mm -hmm. and then by this way by by asking this question mm -hmm. you make the patient realize the discordance mm -hmm. and yes to, to make her feel not guilty uh, not blaming but just discovering that yes and facing yes <laughs> facing and and then after you you can you can helping to to find the solution to to say that it's okay it's fine mm -hmm. just bring love also to your body just accept as it is and then yeah to find solution and after after that it's uh, it's also something that we can bring to the relationship to to the horses for for example for a rider or an owner and yeah uh, but but the fact my in my treatment with with humans it's yeah and, and i and i love that to ju just to make the the connection between between the body and the mind and to say okay there's you are coming for that and your body express something else so what what's your synthesis and then after they are in a way obliged to grant <laughs> so but after that they, but you know each time i say okay we we saw that 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 but it's your choice if you want to stay here mm. it's your choice it's fine but you have to know that if you do not work on that mm -hmm. it will come back so it's your it's your choice and and you put you are just a, a way to to find the problem finally as a therapist you you do not yeah it's yeah it's a kind of tool more than a kind of healing because the body mm -hmm. is self-healing by itself but uh, yeah, but the fact to to be with uh, positiveness, with with love to the patient, and to say, okay, I see that mm -hmm. you have the choice to do what you want, but I show you that it's like a mirror. So, and yeah, yes, and I could say eight thousand things right now, like <laughs> everything everything you just shared there's it's so rich and so beautiful and yes um where i what i want to bring forward though is there are a lot of human practitioners like people human therapists that don't have the experience with animals they right and they're just humans working on humans and then there are practitioners who do have experience with animals and have and are open to that to a different at least as i see it a, a different depth of clarity and awareness mm -hmm. and so um i guess where i feel like part of what's in my heart is to help hum people, humans who work on humans, 
open themselves to the experience of being touched, have their heart touched by the animals, you know, work, work on animals for a bit, just to have the experience in yourself that you can then bring to humans, because it, at least as I see it, as well, my experience is working on animals activates part of our own consciousness and our own heart, that part that makes it okay to have no guilt. The part that makes it okay to not judge and have the freedom to do something about it or don't. You know, you're free either way. There's no judgment. Um, but would, wouldn't you say there's, and again, just tell me about your experience, but that there's a difference when you're a human working on humans, if you have experience touching animals and being with animals, wouldn't you say? The, the thing is, um, I think that in our world, in, since maybe more than decades, we to to be the to to let the thing more more clear, uh, we built a lot of specialties, mm. and the specialties are good because you can fix uh, any discipline in a box but uh, finally it it locks also everybody in his box and uh, and we a lot of uh, professionals are losing this maybe this uh, capacity to to do some links to cross the links mm -hmm. and to and to develop new discipline new aspects um what what i love with my also with my courses is that i i build with my studies a lot of uh, uh, clinical uh, clinical knowledge with uh, scientific um, language too mm -hmm. and something that is universal to to speak with, to un to understand, and uh, to work on it for humans, mm -hmm. to work that way with horses, mm -hmm. and and then after my chance was to have this sensitiveness to mm -hmm. say, okay, we have in the scientific community all these tools about anatomy, mm -hmm. physiology. And so on, the same for horses, but then after, to try to, I, I discover this uh, this way of uh, of the, some echotherapist to work with this somato emotional, and they are talking about yes, experiencing. So experiencing in the real, in in the physics in your body. And and then after finally you are discovering that yes finally maybe we can mix some scientific knowledge about also physiology psychology also yes and and then after an aspect of somato emotional and in an experience on that yes and it's all about finding the way to to structure uh, some some kind of knowledge some kind of teaching some kind of yeah i mean to to set some boxes 
but just to explain it more easily. But uh, but finally, the way is to to keep an openness about to cross the link between different disciplines to in, in that way that everyone can can find a way to to build this process and to to elevate this consciousness and mm-hmm. for everyone to to bring something positive. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And I don't know if I answered to your question, but Oh, it's beautiful. Every everything you're sharing, I I appreciate so much. Like re- really it's so beautiful and exciting to me. And so just touching on the science and sensitivity part of it, what I hear you saying and what I see people are now looking toward and creating is how and this is how i like to say it too how can we stand on the foundation of sensitivity and intuitive intelligence and then use science and intellect to guide and shape what we're already aware of to communicate what we're already aware of because it does provide a universal way to talk about my awareness in my body right like if i have an awareness that something's wrong and i have the uh, am willing to tune into it i can feel things and then bring my scientific knowledge forward to communicate and discover a way to approach and help the body heal itself and that's what you're saying is blending the two, blending the the sensitivity and the in the intuition with science, because intuition is always going to be beyond science. Or we will always be able to sense more than science can talk about, right? Simply because we feel things before we know how to study them. Right? You have to be able to ask a question in order to study something. And everything that we create starts first with our awareness, right? And um, yeah, I, I get very nerdy about that, about intu- intuitive intelligence. It, that's so, it's so real, so real for me. Um, and this is part of why I love what you're sharing. and who you are and that you're sharing it um, because it's it's just touching the, the, it touches the part of my heart that knows, like it's always known this is possible, let's do it, you know? And that's, that's, I just love and appreciate so much that we can have these, have this conversation. Thank you. The, the thing is also is that, for example, in physical therapy, mm. um, with um, with a nervous system, mm. we we have all cartography about nervous system, mm. and we are discovering every day some different aspect of physiology of the nervous system. But in physical therapy, we we can have an impact on physiology. But in that way, it's it's not that way that we will have um, an observation about a somato-emotional or an experiencing. Mm. And that was 
interesting to to blend is could we could we yes we can but it has to, to be to find a way to structure it also is that in a in a complex of uh, an experiencing of emotional so could we add for example some some tools of physical therapists mm. to have an impact on one or another mm. you see mm -hmm. and that's that's what could be interesting it's not only to be a physical therapist that learn oh for that i have to do that so you press the button right and yeah but it's it's like also this way it has been uh, taught and and it's yeah it makes me think also about um, in my practice, uh, mostly for horses, but also for humans. It's the, the way you are coming to the patient, the way you are respecting the distance, uh, the way you are coming, the way you are, the speed with your, with your touch make all the difference. And it's also more important with a horse because you do not have a way to communicate verbally. So everything is passing by your your attitudes, your moves, and also the way of the speed of your of your move with your hand. And it makes all the difference. And it's also what it makes your treatment on a horse will be bad or wonderful because of also the speed and the way you will touch. So, yeah. yeah. But so that's why the way to integrate something somato-emotional is really, it's something very, I love that. So, mm -hmm. so many things to develop and to, to share and to structure, so. Yeah. Yes, thank you so much. I think um, let's wrap up for today. We could probably talk on and on and on, um, but thank you so much. Thank you for sharing so much. And um, I love the heart that you're bringing to what you're doing. I just appreciate it. And so um, is there anything you would like to say or share before we wrap up? Is it, do you want oh, to let people no. know? how to find you and, and for those in Switzerland who want to reach you? <laughs> oh, I think uh, with uh, all of that, uh, you have, uh, we, can, we, can put, uh, we can put my link and everyone can, can take contact with me with pleasure. Uh, no, I think uh, it's, thank you so much for, for letting me introduce uh, myself and have this wonderful dis discussion with you.
Story starts today. 